Welcome, friends, to the Wednesday stream. Appreciate you for tuning in. Going live a little earlier here tonight because I got trivia night to go to. Conspiracy theory trivia night. And the winner gets an AR-15. Just Idaho things, you know. So I'm going to go dominate. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. I'm like half expecting the uh, questions or answers to be some like clickbait conspiracy stuff. And then I just, like start arguing with the bar owner. I don't know. <laughs> Should be fun. All right. So tonight's show, we're going to be chatting about a supposed audio tape coming out about Joe Biden soon that uh, they say is going to destroy him. It's going to make him drop out of the 2024 race. And the allegation is that it's an audio tape of Joe Biden and his business dealings, maybe from his time as vice president. I don't know. We'll talk about that. And then we got Jaden, man. We have to talk about Jaden, the most based 12-year-old you'll ever see in your life. He's the kid that got kicked out of the school in Colorado Springs for wearing the Gadsden flag on his backpack. And the teachers were trying to say that the Gadsden flag represents slavery. School district got completely roasted. Like thousands of people were going onto their Twitter account and just replying to every single tweet with a meme of the Gadsden flag. <laughs> and the school district ended up shutting off the comments on all of their all of their tweets. Because they were getting so roasted. Um Big backlash. Good stuff. Go Jaden. Free Jaden. Protect Jaden. He's an awesome kid. Um, there's hope. There's hope for the future. And then a few other things we'll touch on. Tucker Carlson doing some based interviews this week. We got Trump talking about uh, picking Vivek Ramaswamy as his vice president. Trump was asked about it in a uh, interview he did. I think it was on, uh, I forget, but we'll get there later in the show. Anyway, he was asked about who his possible VP pick would be and started talking about Ramaswamy, but Trump was like, yeah, he's a smart guy, he's an intelligent guy, but Trump had a few uh, reservations about Ramaswamy. So touch on those things and more. Hope y'all in Florida are staying safe. With that hurricane coming through. Uh, looking a little rough there. Although, it's Florida, though. You know? They are ha they handle big storms much better than California. I saw some video of some guys. The swell came in. The beach was flooded. And they were just out paddling in a little floaty. <laughs> Florida during a hurricane. Out paddling in a little alligator floaty. There you go. All right, guys. Let's get into it. Uh, I do want to shout out my locals. If you do enjoy this shit-stirring podcast, feel free to follow on locals and support if you wish. If you do subscribe to my locals account, I'll get you a link to a VIP Telegram chat, an exclusive Telegram chat. You also get a coupon code for my supplement website. And uh, some other stuff, too. So go check out Locals. Follow there. Much appreciated. And let's dive into our news. So it was Greg Kelly on Newsmax saying that, uh, according to his sources, 
there's going to be an audio tape containing incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption. It's going to be released in coming weeks, and he says it'll force Biden to drop out of the 2024 race. Uh, let's see what Greg Kelly had to say about this. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much. Um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that he might be able to do, potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating, and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one, and it makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Who would that tape come through if this is indeed true? Who would be, would it, would it be Newsmax? Would it come from a kind of larger news organization? New York Post? Eh, maybe Newsmax, One American News? I don't know. I'm thinking like maybe Project Veritas or, excuse me, not Project Veritas, James O'Keefe now. I don't know. Interesting. I guess, uh, or maybe one of those... Nah, they they shy away from politics. I was thinking one of those like Twitter files reporters. Maybe them. I don't know. We'll see though. We'll see. Chat asks, will Trump be in court then? Yeah, watch it drop like the day before Trump's arraignment or one of his uh court <laughs> court appearances or something like that. Huh. So that'll be coming soon. Would Joe Biden actually drop out of the race? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think Joe Biden would drop out of the race. Mainstream media will ignore it or try to call it fake or something like that. They'll blame, they'll blame it on being a deep fake or something. And uh, it would just be used as more perfect proof for all of us to expose the Biden crime family and this shit show of a government right now. So... Be on the lookout for that. Should be fun whenever that drops. Now, Joe Biden today talking about the hurricane hitting Florida, lying his stupid-ass face off again. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Right? When he was talking about the Maui fires, he was playing victim, saying, oh, yeah, I had a home burned down. Oh, I know what you guys are feeling like. Pretty much the same thing here. Biden claiming his home was almost burned down after a lightning strike. Meanwhile, the lightning strike that hit his home just caused a small kitchen fire that was put out in, like, minutes. I didn't anything like that, but I lightning struck my house. We had to be out of that house for about seven months while it was repaired because so much damage was done to the house and half the house almost collapsed. <laughs> I didn't... We had to be out of that house for seven months. 
You got like how many other homes to go reside in? Shoot. Probably taxpayer funded too. We had to be out of the house for seven months. Yeah, where'd you live? And who foot the bill for it? And Joe Biden just can't deny climate change. Anybody can deny the impact of the climate crisis anymore. Wait, did he just cough in his mouth? Come on, man. There's like 50 variants going around. Everybody's got COVID now. Shouldn't be coughing in your mouth. Coughing in your hand. I don't think anybody can deny the impact of the climate crisis anymore. Just look around. Historic floods. I mean, historic floods. More intense droughts. Extreme heat, significant wildfires have caused significant damage like we've never seen before, not only throughout the Hawaiian Islands in the United States, but in Canada and other parts of the world. We've never seen this much fire. And while we're dealing with this latest extreme weather event, I remember- So we have to come after your ceiling fans. Climate change is getting so bad that you are no longer allowed to have gas generators or gas stoves or ceiling fans or gasoline-powered cars, or cars with emissions higher than this part per million, or... Oh, man. It's incredible. Speaking of COVID, I think yesterday, the city of New York announced that they found one of those variants. I think it was the... They call it, what, the BS-24-7 variant? Something like that. They found it in their wastewater. So it's only a matter of... I give it, like, five days until... The city of New York reinstates their mask mandate across the whole town. But yeah, climate change. I think Joe Biden's right, because when I was a kid, yeah, there was no such thing as weather. Didn't exist back then. And now we have this thing called weather. It's incredible how things have changed. Yeah, no, the climate is changing. But man-made, no. No. Anthropogenic climate change is bullshit. The main reason the climate's changing is because of the sun and the uh, galactic magnetic current sheets that our solar system's currently moving through. But that's a lot of sciencey stuff. That sciencey stuff that these man-made climate change idiots don't understand. They're so obsessed with blaming humanity on earth problems um should be an interesting winter though it'll be cold ah it's climate change then summer comes it gets hot oh it's global warming then whatever okay uh this one from forbes forbes getting roasted for this one it's like a month old article but they keep posting this tweet every single day uh, this one today, but Bill Gates and other investors are betting that this company, it looks like this company called Kadoma Systems, Bill Gates must be investing in it. They're saying that this company can reduce carbon dioxide in the air by chopping down and burying trees. Now, if only Uncle Sam would get on board with tax credits, too. I... I tried viewing the Forbes article, but paywall. So explain to me, please, chat, how cutting down and burying trees would help reduce carbon dioxide in the air. 
Um, I'm confused. Very confused. Anyway, thanks, Bill Gates, for another another lovely gift you're giving humanity. <laughs> Chopping down and bearing trees. Uh, next story. Jim Jordan subpoenas the Center for Countering Digital Hate, the organization behind Biden's disinformation dozen. Jim Jordan wants documents and communications between the Center for Countering Digital Hate and the Biden administration. Because the Center for Countering Digital Hate was essentially one of those so-called non-governmental NGOs that tried to get people banned off social media. And I am very curious about the Center for Countering Digital Hate and their communications with the Biden administration because, or just the government in general, because I was targeted by them back in the day. This was October 15th, 2020. What happened on October 15th, 2020? That was the day that number one, Hunter Biden's laptop came out. And number two, YouTube censored hundreds, wasn't even dozens, hundreds of accounts. Everybody got removed from YouTube that day. Coincidentally, the same day Hunter Biden's laptop came out, October 15th, 2020. So I lost my YouTube channel and then I was posting on all the other platforms I had at the time, like my Facebook account and all that, telling people to go follow my backup account. And here is the Center for Countering Digital Hate uh, tweeting about that. YouTube has joined Facebook in removing some QAnon accounts. YouTube deleted Jordan Sather's QAnon channel, but his active Facebook page is telling fans to subscribe to his backups. Oh no. Like many QAnon conspiracists, Jordan Sather has made a number of backup channels in expectation of a ban. Uh, I made one. I made one backup channel. A number of them. <laughs> His backup YouTube channel has so far avoided removal and already has 51,000 subscribers. I lost that YouTube channel the same day. So, this must have been like an hour before I lost it. Thanks, Center for Countering Digital Hate. Appreciate it. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Isn't it funny? They say... They're countering digital hate. Meanwhile, they are the hateful ones. Classic projection. All right, Mitch McConnell playing a game of freeze tag again. What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's right. Uh... Does he Did you play? hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Blink. Senator. Straight up froze. He hasn't blinked yet. Oh, man. He's, uh, Mitch McConnell's in the running with Joe Biden to uh, see who is most fit and healthy in their current capacity to lead this country. Man. Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. How old is Mitch McConnell at this point? 
Yeah, he needs a medic, not a minute. <laughs> he just freezes for a solid 30 seconds. Huh. Anyway. Uh, Mitch McConnell having some problems. What do we got next? Oh, yes, Jaden. Our homeboy, Jaden. Colorado school comes up with ridiculous reasons to boot child from class for having the Gadsden flag backpack patch. What was the... Let's see. The Vanguard School in Colorado Springs. They told 12-year-old Jaden that he had to remove the flag because it had origins with slavery and was disruptive to the classroom environment. So, all those pride flags and BLM flags that are hung by teachers all over the classrooms, those, those aren't, those aren't disruptive to the classroom environment. But when this 12-year-old boy has like a tiny little two-inch large don't tread on me, no step on snack flag on his backpack, that's a problem. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm assuming when this kid got kicked out of class and then his mom had to come in and pick him up from school and then talk to the teacher or the school official or something, it looks like his mom set up her phone to record the conversation in like a hidden camera fashion. I don't know if this woman knew she was being recorded but she got roasted and she got roasted by the mom too the mom was like uh no it has nothing to do with slavery it has everything to do with the revolutionary war not slavery thank you do they know what the gadsden flag is that it's a historical flag so they're um the reason that they do not want the flag due to its origins with the slavery and slave trade. That is what was, um, that's the reasoning behind them. No, the Gadsden flag. The don't tread on me. Okay. Which is the Gadsden flag. Okay. Um, okay, so he, he, um, he, what's gonna happen if he doesn't take it off? It looks like she set up the phone on a on the baby stroller. Huh. <laughs> go mom. <laughs> go mom for getting this on camera. And go Jaden for being a badass too. Anyway, the mom starts questioning, like the audio is real low. Can't hear much. But the mom starts questioning the lady saying, uh, no, it has nothing to do with slavery. And the lady starts stumbling over her words. I mean, these are the people that are educating or supposed to be educating our kids. And they don't even know history? Man. And here is... Uh, here is Jaden responding to the whole incident. I don't know where this was posted. Maybe he posted it to his own social media. Kind of looks like that if he has social media. Or maybe he was doing an interview with somebody. But this is his response to it. If it didn't go viral, I'd probably get 
they'd probably suspend me. What is your advice to the other teenagers or soon-to-be teenagers that are afraid to speak up? I tell them to ponder this question. Would you rather have friends but live, in, live under a tyrannical system or stand up for yourself and your rights and but maybe lose a few friends? I mean, I sat at lunch alone today, which is weird. Like, my friends didn't like me. So, yeah. Screw those friends. You, you will lose friends, they maybe. Friends. But, however, you're standing up for your rights and vouching for them because if no one stands up for the, your god-given right then they just fade away when i walk in the hallways i kind of feel sad because there's kids that can wear pride pins and like the school doesn't say a word a gadsden flag is so-called a hate symbol the reason that they do not want the flag due to its origins it with slavery and slave trade I don't have free, I don't have the First Amendment. They don't give me it. That angers me. This is a 12-year-old who's standing up against bullies, who is willing to fight for liberty and freedom. So I hope everybody is the as inspired as I am. That we have 12-year-olds that understand the implications of the fight. <laughs> you get some claps, Jaden. You get some claps. His parents are doing right. Oh yeah, and social media backlash. Colorado School Board votes to allow young kid to wear the Don't Tread on Me patch to school grounds. That's all it was. That. That's all it was on the back of his backpack. A tiny little yellow. <laughs> He's even got a doji on there. <laughs> nice. Anyway. Bruh. It's incredible. Alright, speaking of... Shitty school districts. We got a school district in California accused of pushing an 11-year-old girl into transgenderism. And they were sued for it. And now they have to pay $100,000 to the mother because the daughter secretly socially transitioned to a boy. That's uh, And that, that was a court case in California, too. Surprising. That the judge actually ruled that way. Her daughter has since decided to re-identify as a girl. All right. It was a California single mother, vowed to keep fighting for parental rights. After the settlement, she was represented by the Center for American Liberty. Yeah, man. Especially these uh, West Coast states like California and Washington State. Because they've passed legislation where... If the child wants to transition and the parent is trying to not basically not let their kid have, I hate the words gender affirming care. That's such a bullshit spin on it. Basically, if the parent doesn't want their kid to have puberty blockers or whatever hormone altering pills or procedures done, then the, uh, the government can basically remove the child from the home for a certain amount of time. It's insane. It's insane what's going on in... I know that law passed in Washington State. I thought there was one in California, too, where the, the state has a right to basically hide the child from the parent because they call it parental abuse. 
not letting your 12-year-old have life-altering pills and procedures done. So, anyway, big win there. And then the good old ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union. Um, get this, freaking ACLU. They filed a lawsuit against the state of Indiana for banning sex change surgeries for inmates because there was a man, woman, they person, I don't know, um, this guy who wanted to have a sex change surgery while he was in prison and it was denied. The ACLU is now representing that they person and that the thing is that they person is in jail for murdering his 11 month old stepdaughter so this murderer wants to have a sex change surgery so the aclu stepping right in because we represent murderers and also that that would be taxpayer money funding that surgery He's in prison. He, she's in prison. They're calling it life-saving medical care. That's why the ACLU is representing this person, this human. Needs life-saving medical care. Um, yeah, how about the life that was not saved by letting this dude on the streets... You're only going to mess up his brain more by... <laughs> I don't know, man. Weird. Weird world we live in. I wish the government would just ban itself. Weird world we live in. All right, now we get to Donald Trump talking about uh, Glenn Beck. Ah, I couldn't think of Glenn Beck's name earlier. Freaking Glenn Beck. Trump talking to Glenn Beck about a bunch of stuff in a recent interview. And... Let's see. Glenn Beck asked Trump, have you thought about making Vivek Ramaswamy as your vice president pick? Trump said, I think he's great. Look, anybody that said I'm the best president in a generation, I have to like a guy like that, said Trump. I don't know. I get I get a lot of pandering vibes from Vivek myself. Sure, yeah, he is very well-spoken, says a lot of intelligent things and uh he's getting quite popular but i i just get this pandery vibe this groomed to spout talking points sort of vibe anyway trump continues i can't get upset with him but he's a smart guy he's a young guy he's got a lot of talent he's a very intelligent person he's got good energy and he could be in some form of something trump added however Trump offered caution. He, he, in discussing Vivek, said he's starting to get out there a little bit. He's a little bit getting controversial. I got to tell him, be a little bit careful because some things you have to hold in just a little bit, right? Trump advised, emphasizing that Ramaswamy's controversial statements could be a potential issue. Probably talking about Vivek's statements on things like 9-11 and other conspiratorial things that Vivek has said recently. Yeah, I mean, kind of just 
talking about political optics there. Some things you got to be vague about or just not say to not get attacked by the media. But interesting statements there. Although, yes, as the Gateway Pundit here writes and, ha and as many social media people have stated, there are issues with Vivek, issues he flip-flops on. At one point in time, Vivek was saying essentially there was no election fraud in the 2020 election. Um, Vivek stated once that we would, he would, as president, re-enter the Trans-Pacific Partnership. That'd be a disaster. Then you've got his sort of second-degree connections to Soros because Vivek got a scholarship to go to school by the Paul and Daisy Soros Fellowship for New Americans, which I think Paul Soros is the brother of George Soros. I had just learned that recently. I didn't realize that Paul and Daisy Soros was connected to George Soros, but I think Paul Soros is his brother. So yeah, there is indeed a two-degree separation there and some other things Vivek has said too. So yeah, that's why I kind of get these pandering, groomed sort of vibes from Vivek. But, I don't know, we'll see. Trump seems to like him, but Trump could just be playing the political game. And Vivek might be too, so. There's that. Uh, Trump's sure getting some street cred, though, with his mugshot out there. <laughs> Man, seeing the videos of all these... All these black people just getting the courage to speak up now after Trump's mugshot coming out. It's pretty awesome, right? Like the videos of the hood in Georgia coming out as Trump's motorcade went through. It's heartwarming. Heartwarming to see that unity. But we got this rapper. Don't ask me who he is. Most of you guys probably have no idea who he is. But he's got like 2 million, 3 million YouTube subscribers. So some people out there know who he is. His name's Bandman Kivo. What what happened to what happened to good rapper names? Like Biggie Smalls, Tupac. Anyway, Bandman Kivo. Sounds like a uh <laughs> I don't know. He got a tattoo of Trump's mugshot. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, yeah, Democrats losing the black vote en masse right now. Um, also getting wrecked. All the climate protesters. So in Nevada, a couple of days ago, we had the Nevada Tribal Police not having any shit from the po protesters blocking the highways to Burning Man. Drove their cars right through their protesting stuff and arrested them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now in Germany... Climate protesters over there blocking the highways, too. And people are pissed. Rightfully so. Drivers deciding not to cooperate. Oh, we got a video here? Yeah, buddy. He gets under the... Four-wheel 
Yeah, at that point, you can get out. Free Uber! Free Uber ride! That one was me. <laughs> Man. About time. About time somebody just put the pedal to the metal. See, this ass clown just laid down. But the Jeep-looking vehicle there, there's too much ground clearance. These clowns next to the Kia-looking thing. I don't know what that is. European car. They can't exactly lay down in front of that. It's only like four inches off the ground. Uh, oh well. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. All right, last thing here. We got some pretty awesome podcasts over the past couple of days. Uh, the Hungarian Prime Minister, Tucker Carlson, actually traveled over to Hungary to talk to Viktor Orban, Hungarian Prime Minister, and uh, he was saying some badass things. One, he claimed that Ukraine winning the war is a big fat lie. It's not just a misunderstanding. It's a lie. It's impossible. Everybody who's in politics and who understands the logic, the figures, the data, no way. The poor Ukrainians die every day. Um, yeah. Big fat lie in the West saying that Ukraine is winning. All kinds of war propaganda about it. What else did he say? If the West sends boots on the ground, that would mean war with Russia. Yeah, no shit. Um, peace immediately, said Viktor Orban. Call back Trump. That's the only way out. Trump is the man who can save the Western world. If the United States wants peace, there would be peace the next morning. That's right. No step on snack. The world knows. Viktor Orban also said, hopefully Trump will come back and the relationship between the U.S. and Hungary would be good again. He's also talking about the indictments of Trump. To use the justice system against political opponents is impossible in Hungary. So, uh, yeah, big interview there. And then Tucker went on to a podcast and said some pretty badass stuff. Uh, he went on to Adam Carolla's podcast. Pretty incredible how... You know, going back to the days of The Man Show on Comedy Central, what, 20 years ago, when you had Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla on there, and how their, how their lives, how their career paths, and now how their views on the world have diverged since they, I guess, split. Jimmy Kimmel, total chill clown, dickbag. 
And Adam Carolla is more like Republican, libertarian, freedom speaker now. I don't know. Adam Carolla seems pretty based. But what did Tucker Carlson say on there? Um, he was mentioning Obama's preference for men, alleged preference for men. Obama smoking crack. The rising risk of Trump being assassinated. I don't think that's going to happen. If that was possible, it would have happened by now. I don't think there's a risk of Trump being assassinated. I think there are um, protections in place. Let's just say that. And Tucker foresees war with Russia if things continue the way they are. Yeah, man. We got some clips. People I love and know really well. And the media is too, by the way. I mean, the media is reporting on government, but it's also dependent on government. You know, in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men and smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And he did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously true. Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said... Anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign. And so they didn't report on it. So that happens. That's just one small example. But that happens all the time with lots of different issues. Now, and do you, do you believe that transpired or do you believe the guy is legitimate or both? Oh, the Larry Sinclair story? Oh, that definitely happened. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've talked to Larry Sinclair about it. And, oh, definitely it happened. I mean, if you Larry Sinclair has been in and out of prison have to listen to this whole thing we got one more clip i think where yeah tucker carl talks about um trump being assassinated do you think the future holds is it i don't know i mean are they going to let trump be president no of course i mean look if you know they protested him they called him names he won anyway they impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses they fabricated a lot about what happened on january 6th in order to impeach him again it didn't work he came back then they indicted him it didn't work he became more popular then they indicted him three more times and every single time his popularity rose so if you begin with criticism then you go to protest then you go to impeachment now you go to indictment and none of them work what's next I mean, let, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously. And no one will say that, but I don't I don't know how you can't reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like they have decided permanent Washington. Both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's that's so threatening to them. They just can't have it. I mean, they're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all-hands-on-deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet our government is doing it. It's like, it, I, it's, it's really, it's hard to overstate how bad this is. And I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know where it's going, but there's a collision that's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government, you know? So, like, 
I don't know. I've never been this worried about anything. As I- hmm. Yes, interesting things. And then one more podcast, Oliver Anthony. Surprise show with Joe Rogan. Yeah. This kind of came out of nowhere. I was not expecting this one. Because Oliver Anthony doesn't seem to be the type to do media stuff or go out and do interviews or anything like that. I guess he did get interviewed for a Fox News segment. Um, Answered some questions for them a day or two ago. But Oliver Anthony and Joe Rogan. Investing in America means investing in all of America. When I ran for president, I made a promise that I would leave no part of the country behind. So she did do it. She really did tweet it from her account. Is that real? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She really did do it. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. So, of course, when you read his tweets, it sounds like her. Like, she's got a very politician way of doing it. There's, she's like an AM radio <laughs> DJ. An AM radio DJ well, version, job, right? like she's version gotta... of what a, a press secretary is. Yeah. Like, a politician. Because, you know, AM, all right, here we are on the drive. I'm Mike, and I'm with The Rock, you know, or whatever. With the fucking sidekick. And maybe that's what attracted people to Trump, and maybe what attracts people to, like, um, see, like thank God I haven't. Especially now, at least I've got a good excuse not to keep up with politics anymore because I've got a few other more important things on my plate. But I think that's what attracts people to like that rough, raw, authentic type of speech. Like it's not clean cut and it's not professional, but it's at least like you said, even with Bernie, which who knows? I don't know anything about Bernie, but uh, he's not polished. But at least what he's saying yeah. is like, at least you feel like he actually like at least he, he actually it. believes it because you, you look at poli- you can look at politicians over a 15 year span and, and like they'll quote something from like, oh, good God, think anybody, any politician from the 90s is going to have a lot different opinions on emotional triggers that we we talk about today Bro, politicians from the 90s from the democratic party sound like <laughs> totally nazis. different yeah they sound like nazis there so was this what, like, what does that tell when you, you biden know? passed the crime bill in 94 there's this famous speech that he gives about locking people up so that his wife is safe and so that oh, yeah. they're safe yep. and that i'm safe and it's this it sounds like right ring like uh, proud boy speech it's fucking crazy it sounds like a p- patriot speech no, like would you worry again, about militia say i don't i don't i know very little about any of this but my understanding is even i know for sure with hillary clinton but i think even with obama originally their stance was very much against gay marriage and then yes. it flipped around she didn't support gay marriage till 2013 yeah 2013 <laughs> i'm going to have to find that whole that uh interview in full that'd be interesting Oliver Anthony seems like a real chill dude, you know, and he's kind of just tucked away in his Virginia, what is he living, like a camper or something like that, so he's not on the up and up with all the latest in news and politics and all that, but yeah, right, you know, I don't blame him, nice life to live, chilling in the Virginia forest, making music, not worrying about anything going on in the world, shoot. So, good stuff. Oliver Anthony, cool guy. All right, guys, let's chat for a few. And then I'm going to head out. Chat says humans really should ask the rest of the universe for help. A lot of them have been. Whether they call them angels or extraterrestrials or divine power, I mean, a lot of them have been, but it's kind of the point of us being on planet Earth is that we kind of have to figure it out ourselves. That would sort of defeat the purpose if 
our free will was infringed by cosmic beings, angelic beings, call them what you will. Um, so we got to figure this out for ourselves. That That is the spiritual battle. That is the earth lesson here, in my opinion. If you were Oliver, you would absolutely go on Rogan. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I don't blame him for doing it. I'm liking Rogan a lot more than I used to. I wasn't really a fan of Rogan in like 2017, 2018. I kind of felt like he was, uh, he was a little controlled back then. I just, I wasn't a fan of who he brought onto his show. And you know, he would, he would flip-flop himself quite a bit. But yeah, he would bring some real ass clowns onto his podcast. But over the last year or two, you know, Joe Rogan's got, in my eyes, he's gotten a lot better. Oliver doesn't like any politician from what you understand. That's what he said. He said that his song isn't for any side of the aisle. At least that's just what he said. Maybe in private he does have preferences and beliefs and whatnot, but I can understand him saying that publicly because he doesn't want to get shoved into a box by the media. Oliver seemed to have raised popularity and national attention way too fast for you to trust him. Yeah, don't be paranoid though. That's just the nature of social media. He made a hit song that got 50 million views in three or four weeks, and now he's the hot new thing, so everybody's trying to get him on their show, right? Nah, I, I think it's organic. I don't think there's anything to it. That's correct. MSNBC reporter asked Hillary her stance on same-sex marriage. And she says she didn't approve. Biden, too. Yeah, I have seen the clip of Biden. Is that during the... One of the campaigns, like 2008 or 2012 campaign, with Biden and Obama? And Biden said, I don't support gay marriage. Obama doesn't either. Something like that. If Oliver sells to a label, that's a red flag. For sure. But even then, if it's like an indie label, would you blame him? He went viral, got his big break. Now, if he sells out to a major label and waters down his music, that's sell out. But... Even if he signed with an indie label or something, as long as his music kept the authenticity of the message, you're gonna blame the guy for making some money and trying to 
Morgan put some food on the table, take care of his dogs. Uh, Oliver's making more money from being viral than he would going to a label. Maybe, but maybe not. How is he making money? I don't know if his YouTube channel's monetized. Um, I suppose he could be getting, like, donations or something, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he's making money. Is his music on... Apple or something? Derek Johnson's hating on Oliver Anthony for his success. <laughs> I assume that's a joke. I don't know if you're being serious and Derek Johnson was trash talking Anthony or something, but that's funny because Derek Johnson's like a wannabe country singer who clearly wants to be famous. So uh, that's funny. Good joke. Yeah, good point. You don't need record labels anymore. Tom McDonald's proof of that. You don't need record labels anymore. You could do it independent and make a good living for yourself. And that goes for many industries. Not just music, but media. How many citizen journalists are out there? Independent journalists who are able to form a career path for themselves on their own accord. And social media is helping all these people with that. Musicians, journalists, gosh, what other industries? I don't know. A ton of them. Any industry, really. Oh, you're being serious. Derek Johnson said Oliver Anthony is lying about his offers. No shit. You got a link? When did, when did he say that? Huh. Yeah. Derek Jelly Johnson. What do I think of him? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Derek Johnson. He, uh, he, misre he misrepresents so many things so many things to his audience and he just has the ego the size of his cowboy hat acting like oh i know the laws i was a veteran i was all these things he doesn't know as much as he think he does and yes i have seen the authority clown crew working overtime Authority in the Matrix. Yeah, they, they turned into some real ass clowns over the past few weeks. I mean, they turned into ass clowns last year. Um, but now it's getting even more obvious the past few weeks. They're just attacking everybody. And uh, exposing themselves in the process. Yeah. Interesting how that happens. Chat says independent is the way to go. A record deal is just a loan. They get, do give you contacts for gigs, but that's about it. Yeah, and these labels, they take, 
like how much of a percentage, huge percentage, and the artists end up making, what, 10, 20% even? They're lucky. Independence the way to go with everything. It's tougher. It's a lot tougher. Because you got to, you know, got to do it yourself. All the production, whether it's a movie or music or social media content or anything. The, the startup takes a lot longer because you have to learn the process yourself and become an expert on creation of the art or the product and then figuring out how to market it and create networks and all that sort of stuff. It takes longer and it's harder work, but you can stay authentic and you're not owned and controlled by somebody telling you what to do or not do or say or not say. soul the conscience has to eat at these people all right guys any last questions comments concerns complaints drop them in the chat appreciate you guys tuning in rumble d live is it still called foxhole or is it pilled now i'd like calling it foxhole cooler name rumble d live foxhole just like TV, everything sucks. Indeed, man. It is difficult to find good TV. Most of the shows I watch are from like the 90s or, or the early 2000s. But everything on Netflix now, especially Netflix original productions, are just overproduced... And not even talking about the propaganda and woke shit that they subtly slide and slither into their productions, but just the just the storylines and the way the filming's done and the CGI, it's just also predictable and overproduced. Nothing's original. And it's just like freaking boring and cheesy. And oh yeah, that was the writing the writing and the Everything about it. A lot of Hollywood movies are like that these days, too. Top Gun was badass, though. But yep. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to head out. Appreciate you. You guys are great. See you, um, see you Friday for the next stream.
the time times are gonna be at. I'm gonna try to do these earlier, like 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific. But uh, it might be at 8. Anyway, take care, guys. You have a fantastic evening.